Today's national security threats are increasingly dangerous and evolving. While the United States is taking steps to draw down its military involvement in the Middle East, the region will still require constant attention and presence from our military. At the same time, we're moving to work towards a pivot to the Pacific, a move designed to address the threat posed by rising and increasingly assertive China. Furthermore, as the U.S. transitions from a focus on counterterrorism to great power competition, nations like Russia, Iran, and North Korea cannot be ignored. Future dangers can emerge with little advance notice, and our country's military must maintain a high level of readiness, both for deterrence and, if required, to go into harm's way anywhere around the globe at a moment's notice. That means our military must be ready 24-7. The Department of Defense has a precise system to measure an individual's as well as a unit's level of military readiness. Officially, DOD uses an approach called the Defense Readiness Reporting System. There are four categories that are measured, personnel, equipment, supply and maintenance, and training. These categories produce an overall grade at levels one to four with one being the highest state of readiness and four being unready for military duty. And then there's a fifth category that a unit is just totally out of service. As a United States Marine Corps Division Commander of the 4th Marine Division, I had to review my readiness on a daily basis, whether or not the personnel we had in the division was the right number and also whether or not these personnel were trained in their appropriate military skill. Then the unit itself had to be trained in what was called its mission essential task list. Those tasks that the unit would be required to carry out in combat. You needed to know whether the right equipment was on hand and usable, and most importantly, whether the individuals in the unit were ready from a medical standpoint for deployment. Medical readiness is a key part of preparing military personnel for service to ensure our troops are in good health and physical condition at all times. In addition to regular fitness training, service members also undergo medical evaluations and receive vaccinations to protect against illness during training and deployments. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin has decided to recommend that President Biden require the military's 1.3 million active duty troops to receive the coronavirus vaccination no later than September 15th of this year. He should also include the 880,000 members of the Guard and Reserve because of their importance in today's national security strategy. The White House will have a say-so on whether COVID-19 vaccinations will be required for active duty troops as President Biden can grant a waiver to the Defense Department to make vaccines mandatory. Additionally, the September 15th deadline could be moved up if the vaccine receives FDA approval or infection rates continue to rapidly increase. I have been calling on this for this mandatory vaccination for some time. I think they should do it right away. Last week, President Biden announced that all federal employees and on-site contractors must either be vaccinated against COVID-19 or submit to regular testing and to follow additional preventive measures. While this requirement extends to the over 765,000 civilians working for DOD, the rule did not apply to the active duty troops. So I agree with, and again, have been advocating for some time for Secretary Austin to require our nation's active duty service members 
and also the Guard Reserve to receive the COVID-19 vaccination. Taking vaccines is nothing new for the Department of Defense and our military, and maintaining medical readiness is essential to preserving our military capabilities. As an infantry platoon commander going into Vietnam, I received a series of shots and vaccinations before I was allowed to deploy in theater. They included many different kinds of situations, uh, cholera, influenza, typhoid, malaria, all to combat the likelihood of contracting some disease while involved in deployments and combat. Service members who were deployed to Iraq had to receive the anthrax shot as a precautionary measure. And those military members who refused to take the anthrax shot were discharged from the military. And as for those that object to vaccines on health or religious grounds, when you volunteer for the United States military, and it's an all volunteer force today, you give up a number of your rights, including rights to privacy, freedom of movement, and some limitations on freedom of speech. Your number one job is to be ready at all times, and that includes being medically ready. Vaccines are vital in not only maintaining America's military readiness, but in also in protecting the health and well-being of our troops and our families. As we say in the United States Marine Corps, we must be the most ready when the nation is the least ready. This approach is increasingly important in today's complex and dangerous world, given the reality that our nation does not know when our military will have to go in harm's way, our military must be medically ready at all times, including taking vaccines. Our national security depends on it. Thank you for watching and listening.